You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And a good Friday, everybody. Great to have you here on Listen Up. Uh, The NFL week began last night with Buffalo taking care of New England. We got some dandies coming up on Sunday, headlighted by the Niners and the Dolphins. College football, the conference championships begin tonight. USC and Utah and the Kings are in L.A. to take on the Clippers tomorrow. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George questionable in that contest. Begins a stretch of seven of eight on the road uh, for Sacramento. Set it up for you? I think it is. Glad that you're here on Listen App. Also, you can give me your picks for the NFL on Sunday and Monday. Raise your hand, hit your hand icon, and we'll get you right on. You've got uh, the World Cup with the United States and Netherlands as well. So if you're into the World Cup, we got all of that going on. I would say that our sports plate is full. Yes, indeed, full. And again, for the Kings, uh, tomorrow, the Clippers, Sunday at home on a back-to-back against the Chicago Bulls. All right, I'm not messing around today. We're going to get right to our phone calls. And why don't we start with uh, Lefteris. Lefteris, you'll kick us off here on this Friday. How are you, sir? Good. How about you, Grant? I'm good. Thank you. Um, I need to say something before I start. Um, you know how you say people to, t- to click on the microphone icon? On my phone, I'm using a Galaxy, um, Samsung Galaxy. Yep. You can, yep. We can put a pop-up and you say, turn on the microphone. And I say, yes. And then the microphone icon is already on. It's already green. So some people might be confused and click the microphone and actually they mute themselves. So Okay. If, I really appreciate that. I have a Samsung Galaxy phone too. And on my phone, I actually have to hit it with my finger to turn it green. So I'm, I, I, that's interesting that you told me that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm calling for what else about World Cup. Um, so I just want to say that we should be all proud of the United States regardless what happens tomorrow. I mean, they, they got to that stage. Um, just remember, the uh, United States qualified to the World Cup because they have to go through the tournaments called COCAFA, yep. which is all the North, Central, and Caribbean countries together. They compete. And four countries can go to the World Cup. Uh, it was United States, Canada, Mexico, and Costa Rica after they beat New Zealand in the playoff game. So uh, out of all four teams, only United States is the one managed to go to the next uh, uh, phase. That alone is a great achievement. So whatever yeah. happened tomorrow is a great achievement what they did. And uh, you, 
and even if they didn't make it, it wouldn't. I wouldn't label myself catastrophic. I tell you what, catastrophic is. It's like Germany. That was catastrophic for them. If England, yep. France, Brazil didn't make it to the next round, that would be catastrophic for them. For the United States, yep. you know, everybody can see in the whole world they make a big, big, you know, improvement over the years. A lot of United States players they already play in the Europe because they're good enough to play in Europe. And this year, you know that there's an American coach coaching a Premier League team. That that was amazing to how uh, they hire an American to be a coach in the Premier League uh, in first division and the Premier Premiership team. Uh, that's Leeds United. So that alone, you can talk that United States make a big inroads into um, the soccer. Um, the Paris, yes, yeah. I appreciate those comments, uh, and I hope you enjoy watching the games this weekend. Yeah, thank you. Um, and thank one more you. thing. Yeah. One, yes. I, I, I listened to the show since uh, you were in uh, Sacramento, and uh, I just want to say I appreciate everything you do. Um, the one thing I remember when the whole story came out and I found out you were gone because you said all life matters, every single one, and I was looking at the phrase and I'm thinking to myself, is something wrong with my English? I don't understand what's wrong with this. I miss every single one of them. It stays all. So I'm sorry yep. what happened to you, Brown. Uh, anyway, Thank have you. a nice weekend and go USA. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that very much. All right, go USA is right. Let's get to uh, Thomas right here on this Friday show. Hey, Thomas, good afternoon. How are you? Grant, how are you doing today? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Hey, I'd like to talk about the Kings a little bit. Um, I got to go to the game the other night, the last game. Uh, my son's neighbor is a mar one of the marketing, junior marketing. So we got tickets a couple rows up behind the basket. So I really like sitting there. You know, it's like watching tennis. You know, you can really see the yep. angles and stuff. And what a great time. And we were kind of near the bench, King's bench. And a couple things uh, with Monk. Um, that guy just blowing me away um, because, you know, we were expecting him as a, just a shooter and now he's playmaking, he's driving to the hole and he's just, you know, on the sidelines cheering and helping other players. Uh, I think that's, he's becoming one of my favorite players, you know, he's having a hell of a year. There's no doubt about that. First 20 games, the guy's been tremendous. No question about it. Yeah. And he's just, you can see him helping the, the younger uh, kids on the team, um, and it's just uh, I, I really like his attitude on the on the on the court and everything too. But um, one thing I notice is that it seems like their their defense is really starting to gel. You know, it takes time because there's so many different um, um, segments. You know, there's they have many different defensive plans, and I think it just takes time. And you know, we're, hopefully we're growing into it and um, I heard um, Davis talk today. We we're saying that they, every five games, they analyze how they're doing, kind of like what you talk about. Yep. And they're just talking about they're reaching their goals, and now they're they're talking about they they have the attitude where they're saying we haven't played our best. We feel like we can really play a lot better, and that's a good sign, you know. But um, I think they're coming along, but. Um, yeah, I'm great. not a believer. I'm not a believer like you are in their defense just because of what they did against Indiana. And the reason why I say that is they've had a lot of defensive lapses 
this season already. And so that would concern me a little bit. Yes, their defense did play well at the game you were at, but yeah. there have been a lot of games this year where they have had bad defensive quarters where they allow well over 30 points. And that can really, you know, you're not going to outscore teams every single night. All right. You're just not. Um, for instance, the game before that, you know, they allowed 122 points to Phoenix. You're not going to win a lot of games if you're giving up 120 plus points, albeit yeah. I would admit they, yeah. they played the team. That's the best team in the West, but I think your defense is better than it's been in the past, meaning previous years, but I still think their defense is okay. I think it's average. I don't think it's anything above that. I do think it's great when you can put Davion Mitchell on the other team's, you know, best guard and he can make life difficult. I mean, I thought Davion Mitchell's defense on Tyree Celebrant the other night was outstanding. Oh, he was, he was stuck to him like on gum, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that yes, there's lapses because we were sitting in and watching and then they would drive down and the hole was, you know, was wide as the stadium. They just go in and, and, and Murray, you know, got all twisted up and, you know, they're still not there yet. No, they, they need a lot of improvement, but if they get that down yep. through the year, um, it's going to be a good season, you know? Because the shots will fall, but right, the defense, if they can get that up another 50, 60 percent, we'll be in good shape. But, you know, time will tell. So, yep, absolutely. All, All right. right I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. OK, you too. Yep. Thank yep. you. You know, the other aspect, and I keep on saying this, is the Kings are the healthiest team in the league. OK. And they're 11 and nine with their great health. And, you know, there's no rule that says you have to have injuries. I mean. But, you know, I think most of us have followed the league long enough to know that injuries are inevitable. And what's going to happen when this team does have some injuries? I'll give you an example. The team they're playing tomorrow has had a lot of injuries. You know, the L.A. Clippers. And they're 13 and 10. You imagine what they're going to look like when they get all their players back, assuming they do. You know, their 13 and 10 is really impressive to me. You know, Memphis is 12 and 9. They've had you know, a bunch of injuries. That's very impressive to me. So, you know, I look at things like that. When I look at a long range forecast, I say to myself, okay, Sacramento's playing really well. They're 11 and nine, but they've got to be the healthiest team in the league. That inevitably will change at some point. And when it does, then what happens? All right, let's get to uh, Connor right here on Listen Up. Hey, Connor, how are you doing today? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What's up? And I want to talk about a couple of things. Obviously, the big game tomorrow, USA-Netherlands. I think, I mean, I agree with Left Terrace that we've gotten, we got through what we needed to do. And at this point, if we win any more games, it's pretty much an added bonus. So, I mean, I think this team's going to play with kind of the underdog title. And I think that they may be able to do some damage with that because they really have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, I would say that all the pressures on the Netherlands, absolutely, they're expected to win. And so we'll see, you know, we'll see. Um, you, you know, we've seen some amazing upsets already in this World Cup, so anything can happen. Yeah, I think the key to the game, since Netherlands is probably going to have the majority of the possession, is that the U.S. needs to attack in transition and try to catch them off break at some point. Because, I mean, with a team as good as Netherlands, I'm expecting probably like a 70-30 possession in favor of the Netherlands. Okay. 
So you you gave me your prediction yesterday. You think it's going to be one nothing USA, right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. You know what I would love to see, and I know this is never going to happen. You know what I would love to see in soccer for someone that is a at best a casual observer. And again, I don't watch enough. And I know a lot of people are going to call up and tell me I'm crazy. I'd love to see them take offsides, get rid of offsides in soccer and open up the damn game. I think this sport would be a hell of a lot more exciting. I think people like me would watch the game more because there would be more offense. There would be more scoring opportunities. I just like, you know, the USA England game is a perfect example to me of why I think people like me have a very cavalier attitude towards the sport. I'm also sick and tired of seeing the flopping guys that look like they got shot by a cannon. And then two seconds later, they're up running around like a deer. You know, that stuff bothers me as well. I don't like those things about the sport. So that's just me. I know you're a diehard soccer fan, but for me, I don't, I have a difficult time getting into the sport for those reasons. Yeah, I agree that offsides needs to be changed. I mean, it's obviously, it's implemented to get rid of cherry picking, but when you see a lot of these goals being called back when somebody has like a finger sticking out and that's the only difference, that's what needs to be changed. Yep, I agree with you. Hey, let me ask you a question. You think they made the right call on the, uh, the game that knocked Germany out, that ball that was on the end line? Do you think that ball... Do you think they called that correctly? Yeah, that was called correctly because the rule is you have to look at it from above. Even if the entire ball is not touching any white line, if you look from above angle and part of the ball is over the line, even if it's not touching, it's still in play. The entire ball has to be completely off the line for it to be out of bounds. So I think that's why I'm that's why I'm asking. Did was there a was there a picture or video from above? looking at the ball so that you could be 100% clear that the ball was not hovering over the line. Did they have a clear picture of that? Yeah, I've seen a bunch of different images and angles. I mean, it was the right okay. call. Okay, gotcha. I mean, it's obviously a pretty damn big call. So, uh, okay, just wanted to ask you on that. What else you want to talk about? I'm going to get to the Giants a little bit. Obviously, we talked a little yesterday that they need to win this game. I think you said – we're getting some starters back. Do you know which players yes. that is? I, I, they're, they're getting a whole bunch of players back. Uh, they're still, as we talk today on Friday afternoon, there are still some players that are questionable. So Moreau is questionable, the cornerback. Uh, Brightwell, the running back, is questionable. Daniel Bellinger is questionable. Again, he had the eye uh, surgery. It would be huge to get him back. Uh, wide receiver Richie James is questionable. So uh, you're getting Evan Neal back. That's that's really important. You got your right tackle coming back. You're getting one of your linebackers, starting linebackers back. That's important. So they are getting some guys coming back. Don't know about Darius Slayton. He may miss the game. That would be huge uh, if he's not able to play. Yeah, if he doesn't play, then who's our number one wide receiver at that point? Is it Galladay? Uh, boy, if it's Galladay, you got real, you got real problems. That's for sure. I'm, yes. I'm with you on that. I don't know who the hell it would be. Yeah, if Slayton can't go, then if they got Bellinger back, that'd be huge because he's been Daniel Jones' security blanket when he's been healthy. Yep. So you know, we'll see. You know, it's uh, you know, it's December. Teams have injuries. It's the National Football League, right? That's the way it goes. Yeah, and then if you don't mind, I wanted to switch gears to hockey for a couple of minutes. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, so obviously I'm an Oilers fan and stuff. I mean, I think, I mean, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, just watching that duo, it seems like when I watch the highlights, almost every goal or, or assist has one of them at least being a part of it. And I feel like they need, like, a little, like, one more piece, a better supporting cast. And the goaltending has been terrible. I mean, they're terrible. winning a lot of shootout games. And I'm kind of worried about who the goalie is going to be in the playoffs and if it's going to be the same situation as last year. Whoa, 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 whoa. They got to make the playoffs. They have to make the playoffs. Okay. I mean, they're, they're not a playoff team right now. They got to make the playoffs. So, I mean, you know, keep that in mind as well when you watch the Edmonton Oilers. All right. They, they, they right now would be a wild card team if the playoffs, I mean, it's crazy. It's December, but they, I, I wouldn't say that I would automatically pencil them in and make the playoffs. But if they do, I do think goaltending is their Achilles heel. I'm 100% with you on that. Absolutely agree with you. Yeah, and I saw a goal, I think it was a couple of days ago. I mean, a pass from the defense, and McDavid just literally chased around the entire defender. I don't know yep. how he does it. And he's yeah, it was along the near boards. He got space along the near boards on the pass. I don't know how he got along that defender, too. His shot, his skating ability is so unbelievable. I saw that, too. Uh, he is dynamic, and Drysaddle and him are must-watch. That You're absolutely correct. They're incredible together. Yeah, and I'm not, like, an expert on the rules of hockey, so I don't know. If, would you know? I have a little question about some hockey rules. Yeah, go ahead. I think I saw in a game there was, like, a penalty shot taken in, like, the yep. middle of the game. Like, why would that be? Because uh, the penalty occurred with the offensive player having a complete one-on-one -on -one with the goalie the penalty occurred on the shot attempt. And so instead of a two-minute penalty, you're awarded a penalty shot. So again, if the offensive player, there's no one between him and the goalie, and there's a penalty where, you know, from behind or on the side, they award a penalty shot. That's good and then know. after that penalty shot, you don't, you're not down a man. Instead of being up for two minutes, you get the penalty shot instead. That's correct. Yeah, that's good to know. That's all I got. I mean, go USA, go Giants this weekend. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move along. If you want to get in on the program, just hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. NFL Sunday, San Francisco, Miami, and that figures to be an absolute dandy. And I just did a show with Sean Salisbury talking about that matchup and what we think the key are the key is and number one is protecting Tua. That is going to be one hell of a game. Can't wait to watch that game uh, coming up on Sunday. Buffalo last night, 24 to 10 over New England. You got Pittsburgh at Atlanta, Chicago hosting Green Bay. Jacksonville is in Motown taking on the Lions. New York Jets are in Minnesota. The Giants host Washington. Titans and Eagles from Philly. Denver is on the road in Baltimore. Deshaun Watson is back. The Browns are in Houston. You've got the Rams hosting Seattle. You have Miami, San Francisco that we talked about. Cincinnati, Kansas City in Cincy. Chargers and Raiders in Vegas. Sunday night, India, Dallas. And then Monday night, New Orleans at Tampa, Arizona and Carolina with buys this week. So there is your NFL schedule. All right, now to the NBA. Tonight, 
the Bulls are playing the Warriors. That will be the Kings' opponent on Sunday after they play the Clippers. In the West right now, all right? Sacramento is holding on to the sixth spot. Phoenix is 15-6, and six, followed by Denver second, New Orleans third, Memphis fourth, the Clippers fifth, all right? Then behind Sacramento, the Jazz seventh at 13-11, and 11, Golden State eighth at 11-11, and 11, Minnesota also and Portland, all those teams are 11-11 and 11 and are 8, 9, and 10 respectively. And then Dallas lost to Detroit last night. They are now 10 and 11, and they are in 11th, followed by Oklahoma City at 9 and 13, and the Lakers 8 and 12. So you can look at this a couple different ways. Sacramento is three and a half games from the top spot, all right, and only a game and a half from the 11th spot. Mm -hmm. I mean, there you go. Or you could say they're only one game from the 10th spot. So, you know, Portland's really struggling. They're two and eight in their last 10. Utah is struggling. They're three and seven in their last 10. And you look at the Kings, they've been pretty steady, seven and three in their last 10. Of course, they had the seven-game winning streak, then the three-game losing streak. You know, again, tomorrow, it all depends on the Clippers, who's playing and who's not. Clippers, good defensive team. But, again, who's going to be on the floor and who's not for the L.A. Clippers? Kawhi Leonard, questionable. Paul George, questionable. I would imagine that you wouldn't see those guys play big minutes even if they do come back uh, tomorrow. You know, the Clippers already beat Sacramento without Leonard, without Wall. But in that game, Paul George was huge if you remember. All right, let's get to uh, Al right here on Listen Up. Al, good afternoon to you. Afternoon, Dave. I guess we got a full plate of sports this weekend, huh? No, it's wall-to-wall, no question about it. What, what's the college game you're looking forward to most? I know you mentioned some of the conference championships. You got a particular game that you're really anxious to, to see? Yeah, I think I want to see. I, I'm really curious to see the USC-Utah game and I love SEC football, so I'm really seeing if LSU can stay on the field with Georgia. Those are the two games that I personally are interested in the most. Are you surprised that Michigan's number two overall? I mean, I, I felt like they went into the horseshoe, and I don't watch a lot of college football, but they went into Ohio State, who really had their number in recent years, and just trucked them. I mean, are you are you still got Georgia number one? or You know, I – probably would because of the conference that they play in. Uh, but, uh -huh. you know, I, I don't think you can just put a team and move them up because of one game, although that was an unbelievably impressive performance against Ohio State. I mean, they went in there and shellacked them. But personally, I would I, I personally I would still have Georgia oh. number one. But, you know, one one A and one B. I mean, here's the deal. If you're good enough to win the national championship, yeah, you would want to play the. You would want to. You know, you you would want right. to be number one and play four as opposed to two playing three. But if you're really that good, then you should win anyway. Once they get past Purdue, so we'll see. We'll see. That's been my take on any every sport. I mean, you know, stop bellyaching about the schedule, or the bracket, or what yeah. have you. If you're the best, man, you you should be there. You should be at the whole. You should be on on the podium at the end. Yes, you should. Totally agree. Let me ask you. You know, I'm thinking of Malik Monk, and and I love uh, 
that called Thomas and man, he went to the game and watched his coaching up some of the younger players. He gets so, so he's so streaky. Does he kind of remind you of Vinnie Johnson, the microwave, you know, back with the Pistons, man, where he can just come in and put 15 on up in five minutes, man. I mean, uh, I don't know if I put him in that category just yet. Um, you know, he is having a very good season, you know, Malik Monk. Yeah. I mean, he really is. I don't know if I would put him with Vinnie Johnson, but, you know, the season's still young. I mean, we're only in the first couple of days of December. So yeah. let's see. Fine. You know? The microwave. Remember that? The, oh, that yeah, was yeah. his nickname. Of course. Man. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I yeah, and, and I and I did listen to the pot, Jerry Jones podcast. And I got to tell you, it's hard for me to comment because I'm just – blown away i should be blown away because it's 2022 but <laughs> i looked at the, the picture i'm looked at the picture he's in he, first off like Stephen a smith said and you know god bless him for passionately saying this is ridiculous you pointed out the same thing it's 65 years ago the kid's 14 the guy's 14 years old and is this in a back but what, what's for what's a, it was a post the same one who went digging into the into the um uh, the commander's emails and, and pulled out that one nugget on Gruden. Was that the yeah, post listen, too? I, I don't know if the post is the one. What I do know is that cancel culture in America is a real problem. It's a real sad indictment on our country. It's a bad look to the rest of the world. Uh, it's, it's, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke that Jerry Jones now from a photograph from 1957 at age 14 is now being labeled by many as a racist. Oh. I mean, it's a freaking disgrace is what it is. It's an absolute disgrace. I, I just, you know, I, I got on Twitter to follow you so I could put some comments to you because I love, you're about the only, my only contact to live, you know, news anywhere. And because I don't watch TV or listen to the radio, I don't, I can't. But, you know, here's something funny. And I'll let you go. You know, how it's a social media for you. Remember last year when the Rams parade and, and the photographer, fell and, and it badly injured herself and Stafford yep. had a had yep. a real now check this out <laughs> later on somebody goes digging into the photographer's history right you're you're gonna you're gonna and they find out about six or seven years ago when she was in college she posted a lot of racial tweets <laughs> Maeve, can you believe that man they just go yeah. digging I yep. mean for you uh, you know yep. I mean and also, and then all, and then everybody say, "Well, she should apologize to Stafford because Stafford was, you know, he should he did look bad, and he and he should have acted better. He was liquored up like everybody else, and and they did take care of her medical bill. But then the whole the whole judgment, the whole social media, uh, you know, shifted one eighty because because someone went digging on her. And it's unbelievable, man. Hey, the last school I talked to was right before the pandemic in Sacramento. And I told the students, I said, listen, I said, make sure that if you have anything on your social media accounts that can be looked upon, even in by anyone misconstrued in any way, I go erase it. I go erase yeah. your social media oh. accounts and tweets or whatever. If there's anything that could possibly raise a red flag, erase it. I've told that to the kids and I've told that to other kids. And I just think that our society is such a, it's so sad. I mean, it, it really is. It's so sad. We're going to go and put a picture of Jerry Jones in 1957. And now at age 80, we're going to start oh. deeming him a racist over a photo from 1957. I mean, are we really having that conversation? Have you ever heard a person of color 
from the Dallas Cowboys ever say Jerry Jones and racism in the same sentence? And, and the fact that he's never hired a black head coach now all of a sudden insinuates that because of the photograph in 1957, that's why he's never hired a black head coach. And because of that, we're now going to deem Jerry Jones a racist. Again, our, our country should be ashamed of themselves. Our country should be ashamed of themselves. It's an absolute outrage. And then you got LeBron James saying, how come nobody asked me about Jerry Jones? You know what? LeBron is such a hypocrite. He is such oh, a hypocrite. It's it's embarrassing. How come nobody asked LeBron James? How come nobody's asked LeBron James? How come you didn't comment no, on the murder he... that occurred in the parking lot of the high school that you funded? Is it and and, and then the follow up question should be: right. LeBron, is young it because man. the victim was white? Hey, LeBron, if the victim was black, would have you remained silent, LeBron? We would love to know yeah. how you feel about that. Oh yeah, by the way, we would also like you to comment on the photo by Jerry Jones, but please comment on what happened in the parking lot in your school. Also, LeBron, while we're on it, can we please ask you about how you feel about China mm -hmm. and their human rights violations? And you're a huge uh, uh, Nike guy. Do yeah. you have a problem with the labor camps in China yep. that make the shoes that you wear, LeBron? So well, you know, why don't we ask him about everything while we're at it? You know what? He could even even help out with reward money, putting up a night, little bit of money for reward to find out find the four guys who who killed he, that he kid. Wouldn't, man, he you know? wouldn't even had to put out reward. You know what he would have had to do? He would have had to say, "Listen, everyone in our hometown of Akron, if you know anything, you need to come forward and call the police." All right, this is a tragedy. Yeah. It's awful what happened. If you know something, if you saw something, you have a responsibility to come forward and call law enforcement. Did he do that? Hell no. Didn't do that at all. Nah. I'm boggled by the Jerry Jones thing, no, Graham. I mean, someone just, just wants, you know, Brim Musburger called it assassination when uh, somebody pulled out of the 260,000 emails, they pulled one email yep. on John or a couple, and, and, and I, yep. I agree with this, that, that assessment. Just like, I think you got assassinated too, in a way, you know, of course you got I canceled and assassinated. And that's, I think I can't put it any better, I you know? know, I know, but how the hell, how the hell does someone go digging, digging, digging and, and puts, <sighs> I should, I, here goes the blood pressure again. Anyway, you have a good weekend, man. And uh, I'm always listening. I listened, enjoyed the world cup talk, by the way. And, you know, I just wanted to end it by saying, you know, if Terrace was saying it's too, something about, it'd be nice if some of the, Smaller countries could host the World Cup. I think I heard something about the winning country gets gets first dibs, but I think it's kind of like the Super Bowl or the Olympics. You got to have the facilities to be able to handle. No, 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 no. The winning team does not get the dibs on the World Cup. I, that's not true. Okay, that's nothing. To okay, do with it. but yeah. I mean, as far as a country hosting like Morocco, you got to have the facilities and the infrastructure. You know, the and there, the, there, you got to host the events. You got to have many, many countries. Many countries in the world are, would not be capable of hosting the World Cup. Right, I agree. Well, take care, my friend. All have right. a great weekend. Take Thank care. you. Bye bye now. Yep, you too. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's move along. We get to uh, Jeff right here on uh, Listen Up. Hey, Jeff, good afternoon. How Great, are you today? Grant, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. Hey, uh, I'm just calling. Have you heard anything more about Devo Samuel going to play this weekend? Questionable is what I'm hearing. Is that a thigh or knee? Do you know? Uh, I want to say thigh. I'll look it up, but I, I believe that's the case, yeah. Well, he wasn't supposed to play last week. I, I know. don't know if it's a same injury or a new injury. Yeah. I just think that could be that might be a tipping point in the game. So, yeah, could be. You know, I, I'm just, I don't know which way. I'm, of course, I'm a big 49er fan, but I'm just, it's going to be a test. I, I don't think it's good. And if they fall behind, they're, they're not a, a team that comes from behind very easy. Cause Are the they run- one of your picks? I, I forgot your picks. Are those, is that one of your games you're picking? I don't think so. I, I'm I'm staying away from it. My um, my my picks. Just so uh, I'll say it one more time: Colts uh, ten and a half uh, plus ten and a half with Dallas. Raiders one and a, uh, minus one and a half Chargers. Steelers plus one and a half. Right. Goals. So you're taking yeah. you're taking the Colts. You're taking the Raiders. You're taking the Steelers. And who else are you taking? Lions. Lions. Okay. Gotcha. All right. We got you. That's it. All right, well, uh, look forward. Man, what are you going to do? Put seven days in this week? Or wait, you st- I think it's yeah. going to be eight straight. Eight straight. You were last Sunday. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here to work, man. I'm here to work. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all into it. And, yeah, I'll be on, uh, on YouTube after the game tomorrow in L.A. and after the game Sunday in Sacramento. So, yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Hey, as long as people – hey, you're on, you know, you're, 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 on a, you're on an eight-day run. Hey, you know what? Here's the deal. As long as there's interest, as long as I'm getting people that want the product, then I'm going to keep doing it. So, you know, I, it's pretty simple. I'm, it's uh, supply and demand. If the demand is there, I'll supply the content. That's exactly how I'm approaching what I'm doing now, supply and demand. I have the interest. I'm getting very good numbers on the YouTube, both on all the platforms, and so yeah, I'm going to absolutely continue to do it whenever I can. That's dedication. That's, that's dedication, Grant. I love. Thank it. you, buddy. Love it, love it, love it. Appreciate it. We we'll look forward to li- look forward to hearing you tomorrow night, and hopefully we we'll get a Kings win. Thank you, buddy. Take care. All right. Bye bye. It's pretty simple, you know. I'm the, a lot of people are watching via YouTube and on Twitter and Facebook Live, so the demand is there. People are interested. I get it. You know, I still have an immense number of contacts within the organization. I talk with, uh, you know, coach. I talk with people, scouts. Um, You know, I still have a ton of contacts in the NBA. I know what's going on with the team. And so, you know, I feel still extremely knowledgeable about the Kings and everything else, even though I'm not doing their games anymore. The audience is there. and. So I will provide the content uh, whenever I can. Now, I'm not going to be able to do every single post game, but I will do as many uh, as I can as long as there is interest.
So I'm happy to do it. And I've enjoyed doing it. I think we're getting, you know, it's a lot of fun for me. And when I say it's a lot of fun, because I see the passion and the excitement in so many fans. And I like that because they've struggled and it's been such a ugly, tumultuous road over the last 16 years. I'm happy for the fan base. I'm very happy for the fan base. I think it's great. All right. If you want to come on the show uh, before we get to the weekend, now is your chance. If you need to make your picks, you can do that as well. Again, the season or the season, the week started last night with Buffalo uh, really taking care of New England with uh, authority. So the Bills now are on a streak and they get uh, a nice break here going from Thursday after playing three games uh, in 12 days. Again, San Francisco, Miami, that should be an absolute dandy coming up on Sunday. I think Tennessee Philly will be a good game. I think the Raiders Chargers will be a good game. I think the Giants and Washington will be a good game. There's a pretty good schedule this week uh, in the National Football League. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Hey, enjoy the football weekend, everybody. Don't forget YouTube tomorrow, YouTube Sunday after Kings basketball. And uh, my podcast today, if you can check it out, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier focused on the Jerry Jones witch hunt. And make no mistake about it. It is a witch hunt that's going on in the United States. And of course, you got the World Cup tomorrow with the United States and the Netherlands. But we're not going to get to the weekend until we can talk to John. Hello, John. Man, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm doing all right. I love the show. All the shows today. Sean is fantastic. Thank you. I love his insight. And yours is the well. best. Man, he Thank is you, the best. Especially him being a professional quarterback, you know, in the yep. past. You know, being able to keep intact, in touch with him, has been freaking fantastic over this, you know, handful of years. Thank you. And him saying that them in Houston, those guys are freaking passionate too. But they're passionate about their baseball, and I freaking I know love that about them. So, and Sean is exactly right that they love what's good, you know, and good is baseball. And like you said, Abreu was the big topic today, and I. Tried to get on board and see if anybody talks about NBA with those guys, with the Houston Rockets. Obviously, they're way down. I don't think but so. I don't think he does. Yeah. I, I, I don't think so either. But, you know, that's kind of how it is. You you go with what's hot, and you speak about what's hot. And with Houston, you know, they got three three teams. Sacramento here, we got one team, and we've been talking about it yep. for, well, you said 16, way, well, Grant, 17 years. But yeah, I think we're on the right track, buddy. I just wanted to call you and say, have a great weekend. I have a friend who wants to adopt a dog soon. She just lost one. Oh, wow. Three weeks or so. And I'm really loving your sponsor. And I'm going to send her that direction. And Thank you. I really appreciate that. that. You know what? Thank you for doing that. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Whether she goes that direction, I don't know. But I'm going to send her that way. Because I know a lot of people have the same. Hey, Jeff, one of one of our buddies. Yeah. Yep. You know, he rescues dogs. I'm going to send her that way, too. I know anybody yep. who does this for a living, they're passionate about what they do. So no matter That's which right. way she goes, even if she doesn't take one of our avenues, she's going to find a great pet. Good job I'm glad you, buddy. you're getting more sponsors. I'm glad you're yep. getting more sponsors, Grant. It's getting bigger and Thank bigger. You, buddy. Congratulations. Have a great weekend. Hopefully you, we'll John. talk to you tomorrow evening after a win. Have a great weekend yourself. Thanks, buddy. Do the same. Appreciate your support. All right. By the way, uh, we should also add with the Niners, you know, Trent Williams is questionable 
with a back injury, you know, and Samuel, again, uh, did not do that much at practice today. So, you know, he's questionable as well as we talked about. Again, he didn't, he didn't do much. It is his quad. It is his quad. So there is the update on practice today. All right, let's get to uh, Jerry on this Friday. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? Happy Friday, sir. Grant, Same uh, to you. I wanted to ask, uh, you know, with your sponsors, um, do they have to be big companies to uh, no. be a sponsor? Or No. Okay. You could, you could sponsor it. Anybody... Anybody can sponsor uh, my podcast, whether it's a small business, a large business, uh, in between, it, it does not matter. And then, Grant, let me ask you, uh, so what's something like that, what's, uh, what's something that you would charge for that? Uh, I don't really want to talk about that uh, over the app okay. right now. And the reason for that is there's a lot of different options, depending on where you, if you want to do everything, it's obviously going to be more then if you want to just be on the YouTube post-game shows, or maybe you only want to sponsor the show that I do every Wednesday with nice. Jerry Reynolds on YouTube. And then it depends. Do you want one mention? Do you want two mentions? Mm -hmm. uh, do you want me to also utilize my social media platforms such as Twitter, where I have 47,000 followers? So, you know, if anyone's interested, uh, they can DM me. They can send me a direct message on Twitter. Uh, they can reach out to email. My email is gnapier at gmail.com. So they can send me an email, gnapier at you know, right. uh, gmail.com, and tell me what they're interested in. And then at that point, we'll have a conversation about what they might be interested in. Okay, if you're interested in that, this is the price point. This is what I can do for you. So that's why I, I, I don't want to just give you know, numbers over the, over the air like this. But I'll be happy to talk to you or anyone else privately about the different options available. And Grant, because the only reason why I'm asking was because my brother has a little uh, pest control business going and, you know, based out of Sacramento. And since, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people from Sacramento call, you yep. call into your show, you know, that might be something for him to get his little name out there. So, all right, well, sir. Well, you can let him know. I'll be more than happy to talk to him. And, uh, you know, if it, if it works for him, great. And if not, then it, it wouldn't. But, you know, I appreciate you even thinking about it. So thank you very much. All right, sir. Well, Grant, that's all I had. I want you to have a nice, nice weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again. Thank you very much. Take care, Jerry. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, and again, I really mean that. You can send me a, a direct message on Twitter. My uh, DMs are open, or you could, and that's at Grant Napier Show, or you can just email me, uh, email me, good thing I don't have to talk for a living, uh, gnapier, N-A-P-E-A-R, at gmail.com. So if you're interested, gnapier, N-A-P-E-A-R, uh, at gmail.com. We're at the weekend. Wow. I don't really know what that means when I'm going to be basically, you know, at home all weekend watching sports. But let's see. Don't I do that every day? During, yeah, I pretty much do that every day. So have a great weekend, everybody. Don't forget YouTube Live tomorrow after the Kings Clippers. Thank you so much. Appreciate your support. Appreciate you listening. And you have a fabulous weekend. So long. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.